we wanted to share a little bit about our experience. So to give an overview of what Urbana is, Urbana is a five-day missions conference hosted and organized by InterVarsity, which according to their website, is a Christian fellowship with chapters in the US and abroad um, that aims to establish and advance witnessing communities of students and faculty at colleges and universities, growing in love for God, his word, his people of every ethnicity and culture, and his purposes in the world. The conference is aimed at college students, but non-college students can also attend, and it takes place once every three years. Um, it started in 1946, so it's been going on for a long time. And at Urbana, students can gather to gain clarity on their calling, explore opportunities in the global and local missions fields, um, engage in worship, Bible study, seminars, and prayer ministries. Um, so think worship services, but with 10,000 other people in the room with you, and in not just English, but also French, Spanish, Korean, and Farsi. Um, imagine Bible study, but with hundreds of other people in a room with you studying at 8.45 in the morning, which <laughs> sounds unappealing maybe, but um, it was actually very good even for me, who typically wakes up at noon. So, um, And think prayer, but with a gigantic community uniting with you, praying for things like the persecuted church, unreached nations, and people groups, and also for your own prayer requests. Um, you also get to ring in the new year at Urbana. Um, it takes place at the end of December, so the last day is New Year's Eve, and um, you celebrate with a big worship party. Um, Peter described it as a worship rave. And, um, and that was cool, too, even for me, who doesn't really like partying. So, um, A lot of people might describe Urbana as a life-changing experience, which it definitely can be. And even if it's not for everyone, it's still, at the very least, an extremely educational and once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Um, and it's, I just found it very overwhelming and very wonderful to just be in the presence of that many um, young Christians. Um, worshiping and learning with you. And um, I just wanted to share also, in the middle of one of the worship sets, our worship coordinator um, just stopped singing and said, wow, it sounds like heaven in here. Um, and I think he had a good point, and I'm very grateful to have been in a space that gave me that taste of heaven, where believers of so many different backgrounds and cultures um, can come together and just spend that week doing nothing but listening to and speaking to and worshiping our God. Hello. Um, hello. Yes. Uh, so we drew lots, and Lydia picked, uh, she actually got to give the introduction and the explanation of what Urbana is. So Daniel and I will be sharing brief testimonies. Um, yeah, Urbana was, this is my first Urbana, and there are obviously a lot of highlights. Um, the worship rave was excellent. Um, I also got a chance to sing as part of the Urbana choir, so it was some 800 other musical Urbana goers um, who all sang together during one of the worship services. Um, and it really was an overwhelming experience, um, as well as the general praise sessions were fantastic, um, to say the least. But I think the main purpose of Urbana, aside from the amazing worship and the chances Bible study, um, is to... Uh, learn more about God's mission for the world um, and his love for all peoples. Um, and so one of the biggest takeaways for me was from hearing all the testimonies um, and videos and other uh, like sermons given by missionaries or other college students who had part partaken in uh, mission trips or were serving in some, some way. Um, and so from all of that, 
I came away with a broader perspective of what missions is and what God's mission for the world uh, looks like. So I'm just going to quickly give one word of exhortation and one word of encouragement. Um, so the word of exhortation is that the missions field is very vast. Um, there are so many needs in the world that need to be addressed. Um, so many injustices, um, both social injustices as well as natural injustices. Like we're talking about today uh, celebrating the, the glory of creation, but um, anthropogenic climate change, for example, is a good example of how we are failing to be good stewards of um, the creation that we live in. Um, I think there was one speaker who was talking about mass incarceration in the United States. Um, and for those of you that don't know, um, that's basically the system that disproportionately imprisons uh, black and brown bodies in uh, United States prisons. Um, and actually, under the 13th Amendment, slavery is still legal in the United States um, as like a punishment for like, crime. So, you know, slavery exists all around the world, but it's also present domestically as well. And I think I've heard all these things. I go to Brown. I like heard all these things. It's like the social, like the liberal agenda, like, oh, like social justice or whatever. But um, it was really refreshing to hear all of these topics that I've heard about from a secular standpoint um, addressed from the idea of um, loving your neighbors and being a faithful witness. Um, so, yeah, I think that was one of the challenges for me. And my challenge for you is just knowing. Um, that there is a lot of need um, in the world, and that is my exhortation. And my word of encouragement is that the missions field is very vast. <laughs> um, I think, so Urbana back in the day apparently was much more highly attended. Uh, my mom said that when she went, it was over 20,000 people. Um, so maybe like half of that number attended this year. And I think that part of the reason might be that um, people have an idea of Urbana as a missions conference and their idea of missions is somewhat like very specific. Um, so a lot of people, especially like for me growing up, missions was going to the Dominican Republic or Kenya or Haiti for two weeks or like living there and like being a missionary in the field, um, sort of forsaking your life um, to fully follow God's calling. Um, and I thought, you know, like, there are missionaries and then there are normal people. Um, and I sort of saw it as a dichotomy. But one of the things that Urbana really um, enlightened me on this year was the fact that you can be missional in your vocation. Um, and there is more to missional living than just going out into the field um, and serving in that way. Um, there are ways to serve with the gifts and the talents that God has given you. Um, so actually one of the, like my favorite parts of the, the conference was visiting the exhibit hall where they have lots of different mission organizations, I think over 200 organizations, uh, seminaries, etc. Um, and they just gave me a much broader perspective on what sort of opportunities there are in the world for people who aren't trying to go and be full-time missionaries in the field and who want to still serve God and be faithful witnesses in the communities that they exist in. Um, so that is my takeaway from Urbana, and I would encourage any youth who have been considering going to go, because it was really 
even aside from what I've taken away, like it, there's so much at Urbana that I didn't get to experience, and so um, it really is a fabulous opportunity, um, and it was a really wonderful experience for me. So. Yeah, so, so at Urbana, the main theme was about being a faithful witness, as kind of Peter described, and uh, throughout the course of Urbana, we there, the main content that they had set up, set up for us was to study the book of Revelation. And so through, and so in the beginning of Revelation, uh, John talks about this idea of how we are called to be faithful witnesses. And the challenge for us, I guess, in this generation was how can we live as faithful witnesses in our lives and what does that mean? So in the book of, so I guess through the conference, as we like studied the book of Revelation, then... Um, it was a call for us to have a renewed mindset, and through that kind of renewed mindset, then we would be able to have a new idea of who Christ might be and how Christ might affect our lives. And so the idea of being a faithful witness, um, I guess it was a challenge for us to how do we like live in this um, day and age where like things are changing and with this kind of renewed mindset. Um, so... Yeah, we study the book of Revelation, and I think all of, and the book of Revelation is not really, like, studied that much, so if you, like, really want, uh, I think all of the Urbana messages are online, so you can uh, watch the videos, like, for those messages, and uh, the speakers were really helpful in terms of understanding what Revelation talks about and what it means for us in our lives, because typically, like, when we read about Revelation, it's like, what is this talking about, or how does this, like, apply to us, and not a lot of people tend to read the book of Revelation, but I thought um, for them challenging us to read and to process um, what Revelation was talking about was really good, and um, I think one of the challenges that um, they gave to us as believers was this idea of Babylon and what that means for our lives, and I think for me, I've always thought of like Babylon as like, oh, maybe this like new city or country that's going to arise and have power, but I think they challenged us with the idea that like Babylon is this idea of like comfort or self-sufficiency or prosperity or security that um, we are all drawn to, but those things like might take us away from like relying and trusting upon God. And so how, and I think the challenge for us was like, how can we live as believers with this renewed mindset, like not to trust in these things, but to um, live in light of Christ and to like share that um, hope with others. So that's kind of the heart that I think Urbana was going for was how can we continue to have that renewed vision of Christ and let that affect our lives. So, yeah, thank you for listening uh, about our thoughts about Urbana.